0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 4th. Joe Biden comes out swinging against Donald Trump's reported disparaging of the U.S. military. We'll discuss that, plus new economic numbers that show the recovery may be slower than many hope. And finally today, voting actually begins in North Carolina. Joe Biden had intended to go before cameras today to discuss the latest jobs numbers and the economy, but instead made sure to deliver a blistering critique of President Trump's reported comments in The Atlantic in an article by Jeffrey Goldberg, where he talked about U.S. service members as losers. Apparently, in a 2018 trip to Paris, he canceled a journey he was going to take to a cemetery where lots of U.S. service members from World War I are buried and referred to them as losers. Joe Biden, the father of somebody who served in the U.S. military, was having none of it. When my son volunteered and joined the United States military as the attorney general and went to Iraq for a year, won the bronze star and other commendations, he wasn't a sucker. If these statements are true, the president should humbly apologize to every gold star mother and father and every blue star family that he's denigrated and it. Who the heck does he think he is? Donald Trump is basically calling the entire Atlantic story bunk. He denies it completely. It was a totally fake story, and that was confirmed by many people who were actually there. It was a terrible thing that somebody could say the kind of things, and especially to me, because I've done more for the military than almost anybody else. But the problem for Donald Trump is that these words that we're hearing about now actually match a larger picture that Trump has painted himself with his words over the last five years. It is no secret that he has denigrated war hero John McCain, the late senator from Arizona. So it is not unthinkable that Donald Trump used language like this. What is unconscionable is that the commander-in-chief of the U.S. Armed Forces would ever use language like this. And it is that moral high ground that he totally sees to Joe Biden today. Now, here's the reality. There's not a lot of brand new information here about Donald Trump that voters don't already know. So this is sort of the latest outrageous thing that gets a lot of attention, but may not move many votes. But Joe Biden seized this opportunity. In fact, it would have been political malpractice if he hadn't, to make sure and remind voters that that is a version of commander-in-chief and presidential leadership that they may not want any longer in the Oval Office. Here's what else matters today. We got the August jobs report and nearly 1.4 million jobs got added into the economy. Not quite as good as people are hoping for. The unemployment rate did drop down to 8.4%. So below that 10% mark. And now the unemployment rate is below the height of where unemployment was during the recession in the Obama years. It is a significant sort of numeric drop here. But here's the issue. One, Donald Trump doesn't seem to understand or pay much attention to the fact that the economy is still one of his strongest issues in all the polling that's out there and should be out there talking about it every day, probably, trying to sell the notion of a recovery and all that he's doing to try and coax that recovery to increase in pace. That's not what Donald Trump does, of course. So while there may be an economic story here to tell, he largely refrains from telling it. And the reality from many economists looking at these data is that this recovery is going to be quite slow. So prepare yourself. It is not that V-shaped bounce back that Donald Trump was suggesting was going to be the case. And finally today, with 60 days to go before election day, ballots are actually heading to voters today in North Carolina. It's the first state to send out ballots, and voters can start voting as soon as they receive them. And so the election is underway. And North Carolina is an interesting place for it to start, folks, because it is one of the most competitive battleground states on the map. We got two polls out of North Carolina this week that showed it basically tied. There's going to be so much money spent there. It was a critical component to Donald Trump's path to 270 in 2016. And if he were to lose it this time around, it would spell really trouble for his ability to solidify a successful reelection. Note, both Pence and Trump visited North Carolina last week and this week. That was not by accident. That was the understanding that many voters in North Carolina are now getting their ballots and ready to make their choice. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer, and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Muteza, and Priscilla Olabi, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. David Toledo is the team's production assistant. We're off on Labor Day. We'll talk to you on Tuesday.